<laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Daily Kentucky with Carter and Carrie. Today is Monday, May 27th. Happy Memorial Day. Um, we we already recorded this episode once early this morning, and uh, we got into quite an argument. It is the most angry I've ever been at Carter, and uh, it was pretty emotional uh discussion that we had and then it turns out my audio was like blown the whole time so we're going to re-record it and be much more civil this time I think yeah but the sad thing is we were in agreement at the end of the show so the anger didn't last yeah that's we always end up in agreement even when we were mad at the beginning oh, I was excited that you were all angry and it was going to be like this it was a contentious conversation and then it was like but that's what I'm saying and yeah. like, oh, fuck we're in agreement <laughs> yeah Wait a minute. Make your points one by one. I agree. I agree. I agree. But still, F you. <laughs> I try so hard to get you to be angry sometimes. Um, we're supposed to tell people to follow us on uh, or subscribe on YouTube. And um, we now have a subscribe star. And we're going to we have a few people on Patreon. We're going to migrate them over to subscribe star. But you're welcome to just not migrate over and start on subscribe, start from scratch, and you will be in the credits. We're going to have uh, end credit stuff. That's all we can offer until we're swimming in money, and then we'll offer more stuff. Um, I, I said we should give people dogs for signing up, and Carter said this was not feasible. So Yes, I disagreed. <laughs> I disagreed with giving people dogs. That's true. I'm bad cop here at unsafe space carries the good cop i'm the bad cop uh no dogs no dogs for you we were going to talk about memorial day. well we did talk we argued about memorial day and because i wanted to talk about memorial day because i had mixed emotions about not memorial day as such but the sentiments that are often expressed and uh should i just like jump into it and and you can yeah you're not allowed to be apathetic so after we thought about, so after we had the first discussion, I thought about this a little more. And, and I think that something needs to be said at the outset that I kind of buried in the discussion the first time. And, and that is, I, I do want to give a nod to, you, we, we do need to understand that we're living in a society that is only possible because of the blood of brave people that sacrificed their lives to bring us this in history. And, you know, throughout history, the supremacy of the state, allegiance to the king, the fact that you're owned by the aristocracy or the king or whatever it was, that was unquestioned. That's the way it was. And, you know, all these things that we take for granted, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, uh, you know, private property, innocence until proven guilty, the right to self-defense, the whole declaration of independence, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness thing, that's all new. And... People died, and they, the people who died to give us this, and specifically, my, my, I think the most just war in American history is the Revolutionary War. And, you know, these people, they were on the wrong side, right? They were on the wrong side. They were fighting against the authoritarianism of the government, right? They were fighting against the ruling class. They were fighting to be left alone. Um, they were the insurgents. They were the wrong thinkers at the time, right? It was a bunch of wrong thinkers who fought the military. And these were the insurgents and the bad people that fought and gave us America. And so, you know, without them, where we are today, 
like the, the freedoms that we have, I would argue even our standard of living, it just wouldn't be possible. So I think it's worth acknowledging that. And if I'm going to recognize someone on Memorial Day, it's predominantly the people who laid down their lives to give us this new idea of a country based on individualism, based on the ideas of the Enlightenment, based on political freedom. We're the only country in the world that has codified freedom of speech, for example, right? And they died for that for us. And those are, of all of the kind of, you know, you can talk about war heroes and this and that, but the the war heroes that matter the most are the revolutionary war heroes. Um, They didn't have the power of a giant military behind them. They were regular people, you know, grabbed their hunting rifles, (laughs) didn't have uniforms half the time, right? Like hid behind trees and attacked the military and won. Yeah, okay, the French helped, but the French made up for their help by the rest of their existence after that and how much we had to save their asses. But still, um, I, so I, lots of honor and respect there. And you want to remember someone on Memorial Day or Fallen Heroes, I would put them at the top of the list. The other hand, and the reason that I wanted to talk about a Memorial Day is I got, I'll admit I was emotionally triggered this morning on Twitter because someone, uh, someone tweeted something, actually, I think it was DC McAllister. She, she said something about John McCain, derogatory, criticism of John McCain. And the reaction of people was, how dare you criticize John McCain on Memorial Day of all days? He was a war hero. And that really pissed me off. And so I got a couple things to say about that. And Carrie and I argued about this a little bit. I think we're mostly on the same page now, but maybe we'll find some disagreement a little bit. The first thing I want to say is... You didn't start with either of these two things. So... What? I think we... You didn't start with either of these two things. No, I didn't. Right, I I didn't. I think we argued because we were on different wavelengths. Yeah. Well, but maybe we'll still end up with a little bit of disagreement. But yeah, I thought about it and I was like, maybe I should start with these and like explain the context. So... Serving in the military is not automatically honorable. It doesn't automatically exclude you from judgment. You're not like, you don't get to not be held accountable because you were in the military. John McCain, first of all, he was in Vietnam, completely unjust war. Not that, that, you know, not that we need to like throw everyone under the bus who was in Vietnam. Like people were drafted. I get it. But, you know, he didn't beat back the British. (laughs) He was in Vietnam. He was a prisoner of war, horrible, horrible experience. But then he came back and he had a political career. And the criticism of John McCain isn't the criticism of his service per se in Vietnam. It's the criticism of all the other stuff he did. And you don't get to say, well, he's a military hero, therefore you can't criticize anything he does. That's how you end up with fascist dictators. (laughs) By like, oh, he's a military hero, therefore you can't criticize him. I agree with this point. Just to be clear, I agree with you. Good. So Carrie agrees with that. (laughs) So it's not automatically honorable. But I wanna, I I thought about how to paint my opinion here a little bit differently than I I said it the first time. I do think that, that individuals in the military should be held accountable for their decisions, right? And the best way for me to describe this is Think about 
think about the the country as uh, on a scale of different kinds of countries with different kinds of militaries. Think about the one hand, think of a very limited government with a military who basically does nothing but kind of hangs out at the border, makes sure that foreign invaders don't come in, doesn't go to, you know, bombing people elsewhere. You know, a, a, a nice, limited, self-defense only, you know, uh, crazy people come in to try and hurt the country and they put their lives on the line to defend it, right? And, and, they, and they do that against you know, real existential threats. Now, on that end of the spectrum, I think you could pretty easily say, yeah, I can get behind the, the honoring these people who, have, who've, who are doing this. This is a, a noble thing and they're, they're putting their lives on the line to protect uh, freedoms and the, the free society that we live in and, and that's great. And so we can honor them. The other end of the political spectrum, imagine a very bloated government with a political class and a military industrial complex and imagine them meddling in places all around the world and spreading chaos. Imagine the empire from Star Wars spreading the empire around. Okay. Uh, is it honorable to be a, to choose to be a stormtrooper? Now you might get drafted. In that case, you the, they deserve some empathy because they're kind of in a weird position where, you know, we shoot you if you don't go do our bidding. Fine, right? So we're we're talking about only voluntary choices. Voluntarily choosing to join join the stormtroopers and say like, well, you know, I disagree with some of Vader's policies, but he's brought order, and you know, I'm all about spreading the empire, <laughs> right? I think in that case that soldier needs that stormtrooper needs to be judged for joining forces with an evil regime that's the other end of the spectrum reality like always is messier than ideals so we're at neither end of those spectrums and i think it's up to i think it's up to us individually to figure out where you think you are on that spectrum and to hold people accountable for their behavior so why so where are we? Where do you think we are in that spectrum? Why did this person join the military? Did they evaluate the morality of what they're doing, and how did they evaluate it? And did they evaluate the morality of what they were asked to do? Did they were they if they were asked to do something bad, were they a conscientious objector, or did they just say, "Oh, I'm just going to obey because obeying is a value"? Um, and I don't think blind obedience is a value, and I think instead of having an attitude for that that just blank, like blanketly honors anyone who's in the military or has even died right it doesn't mean they died for a good cause it doesn't mean they were doing it for the right reasons especially if it's a war that shouldn't have been fought in the first place and they voluntarily joined so maybe we disagree on that carrie but i've got a I've got a problem with the blanket, like, honor all military, fallen military, quote, hero, anyone who's, who's died in service to the country, because they weren't always in just service. Some of them were, certainly some wars more than others, but, you know, joining the military because you want cheap college or because whatever, like, that's, those aren't noble things. And you and I talked about this earlier, we both know, you know someone who joined, actually I know someone as well, who joined the military immediately after 9-11, right? 
that was their that was their response. We have to protect the country, right? And no, I, I know my cut my it was my cousin's friend, and he died, and he, he was like twenty. Right after- 11, right or no here he died right after yeah 9/11. he joined right after 9 11 and right. he died right. and the and i disagree with something you said no let me back up i agree with most of what you said i yep. don't see why it's bothering you though why does, does it bother you that we have a day to recognize people who've died no okay well, then what are you talking about kind of it bob okay. yes it does i guess it does um because i think i don't think it's nuanced enough i think if we had a day that was recognizing people who've died for the right reasons, fine. But one thing that happens when a country gets, so this is the danger of, of generalized nationalism without principles behind it, right? Like just recognizing people who wear your uniform and die in service to the country is an, is an amoral choice because it's not, it's, not a, it's not based on whether they died for a good cause or a bad cause. If there was a day that's like, let's honor the people who fought and died in the Revolutionary War, fine, right? If there was a day that was like, let's honor the people who fought and died in the invasion of Iraq, I would say, no, let's not do that. No, I disagree with you. That's bullshit. Great, let's disagree. Well, no, because those people, you are trying to hold individuals accountable for... Yes. Uh, the decisions of military leaders and those people who died in Iraq, like my friend's cousin, like my cousin's friend, did not, they're not responsible for why they, they he signed up for a valid reason and for, a, he wanted to defend our country after an attack. So to say that his life and such a young kid too, like to say that his life should not be honored, it doesn't matter what the, if it doesn't matter if he didn't realize what what he was going to be a pawn for or what his life was going to be sacrificed okay. for he died so that's so that's a difference that we have i don't i don't know him so maybe his life deserves to be honored like i'm not saying as an individual i don't know him but i i will say he doesn't deserve to be honored for the military service because he is responsible for his leader's decisions that is your job you do not get to abdicate moral responsibility because someone who's higher up than you tells you to do something. Your job, you swear an oath to the Constitution of the United States. If, if Eric Swalwell becomes the president and turns around and says, hey, military, you need to go confiscate all the firearms because that's the new law and your boss says to do that, you don't get to turn around and say, well, I'm just doing what I was told. No, you swore an oath to the Constitution. And if you're not going, and if, if you're being asked to do something that contravenes that oath and that contravenes the values that matter, then you are held morally responsible. I don't agree. Sorry. I mean, I don't. So, so you would agree. So if they decided to just confiscate firearms from people, you would support the troops who were no, shooting I wouldn't. Take the firearm. That's what I just, that's the argument. I just no, made. but that's not what my, that's not what my cousin's friend did. You're trying to equate him dying in Iraq with somebody trying to take my firearm from me. I'm, that's saying, bullshit. I'm saying that you swear an oath to the constitution and it's your job to morally evaluate what you're being asked to do. And the example I'm using is if you're asked to do something such as confiscate firearms, you should refuse. And I agree. I hope you wouldn't confiscate firearms. Right. 
So, so you're agreeing with me that the soldier is responsible for some moral judgment of his own to, to test, to, to, to make a decision about the orders that he's given about whether they're right or wrong. Yeah. Okay. Then that holds true generally. And if, and if, and if it may hold true, but, but you're basically saying this kid should not be honored today on Memorial Day? I'm saying that this kid should not be honored for going to Iraq. He may be honored for other things, but his decision to go invade Iraq, which was a farce of a war, was not about protecting the US. It wasn't an act of self defense, it was an act of aggression. And you don't get honored for joining an act of aggression and dying in the process. I think that's a holier than thou um, attitude to have. And I think you're looking back like it's a, you know, hindsight is 2020 and he was 20 years old and you can't judge the character and decisions of a 20 year old kid on, on his decision to join the army because he wanted to protect the U S and die. You know, like you can't, you can't do that. I think it's, I think it's gross. And yes, I do have an emotional stake in this because what? I have, let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. No, good. Really angry. Good. Carter, I thought we were going to agree. No, I think you're just trying to be an asshole to be an asshole. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> well, I do like that you're angry. I admit that. Continue your point, though. I want to. No, okay. Well, my dad was in the army, both of my grandfathers. Um, I lost a great uncle in Korea. Like, I have a, a lot of family who's in the military. Um, if they had died over there and you were to tell me my, my grandfather shouldn't be recognized today, like, fuck you. I don't care what you think. And yeah, but that's not an argument. That's just your, emotion. I don't care if it's an argument. I'm not trying to make an argument. Okay, I'm well, telling you my elephant about. is pissed off. Yeah, but I only care about arguments so you can be well, angry. Great. Well, go have an argument with the wall. That's not, this is, that's not how, that's not how arguments work. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I get that you're upset, and I'm not saying your grandfather. Look, I we talked about this earlier. I have family who died in war and family who fought in war, right? And I'm not saying they shouldn't be honored. And I, frankly, this kid, maybe he went in for the right reasons and just didn't evaluate properly, right? Maybe it was like, okay, he he felt something. He was like, hey, I I think maybe I I feel like I want to defend the country. That's an honorable thing, right? Great. He went in, but. Ultimately, we well, need. If anything, he died at. The, you're saying he died for a country that took advantage of him and used him as a pawn. Well, then yes, he should be honored for being like that. Kid died because we went into a war that we shouldn't have been in. I was anti-war. I was in every yep. single anti-war march in Los Angeles. I had a "War is not the answer" bumper sticker. I opposed. You and I talked about this before. I opposed the strikes and recent strikes in Syria. We're both very anti-war. However. I do agree with that cheesy bumper sticker you mentioned in our previous take, which is I am anti-war, but I support the troops. I do. And I think it's very disrespectful of the sacrifice that he made to say, to look for, for someone who was removed from it, to look back and say that sac he shouldn't have made that sacrifice because he didn't properly evaluate wh whether or not we should have been there. And, you know, he had good intentions and he wasn't, and I know what you're going to say, about intent, but I'm I know what you're gonna say, but he had that kid was not there to um, to oppress people or to uh, to gun down innocent people that should not be killed. Like he signed up, and he was, and if you have the view that he was taken advantage of by 
military industrial complex that wanted to move into other other countries like a globalist take advantage of I, I i can assume that is true i'll assume that that's fine right but he he himself was not an imperialist okay so why not honor that kid's sacrifice like his parents lost a child um this is a day where they get to it's specifically for people who died in in service so i don't understand the harm in i'm not saying go in blindly and say every or you can't criticize john mccain he's a war hero you, you i'm just saying why would you have a problem with a day that's meant to honor people like why would you separate the two and say well only if i'm celebrating the revolutionary war i'm sure there are people who died in the revolutionary war who were there for bad reasons you know who were not good like good people <laughs> like i don't so i think you're confusing the word mourning with honoring I would agree with mourning for the loss of that, that boy, that man, and say he was used as a pawn. It was unjust. We mourn his loss. He, he went in with good intentions. He was used by the military industrial complex to do evil things he didn't know, and we mourn his loss. Honor implies alignment with the, the, the activity, the behavior, the thing that was done, Right? Honor implies he went and fought a just war, doing a just thing, and died in service of a just cause. He did not. That's what makes it more vile. He was used in the name of justice to die for a shitty cause. And that deserves, uh, we should mourn it. We should be angry at the people who sent him there. But there's a distinction between mourning people and honoring their service. And his service was his service to something. It was in service to, regardless of what he thought it was in service to, it was in service to injustice. We should mourn that he was used and killed by politicians who lied to him. But that's not the same. Mourning him and honoring him are two different things. Okay. If that's what you, I mean, I don't care enough to argue over the distinction between mourning and honoring. Well, it matters. I mean, it matters to you. I have other things I'm worried about and thinking about. <laughs> I have so much capacity for, like everybody has a limited capacity for things that they're concerned about. Well, so here's the danger though, Carrie. Okay. Tell me. If, if you conflate honor and mourning, right, then, then what happens is you end up creating the the so the leftists are running around saying that trump is a nationalist blah blah, blah. we know we know you know nazi 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 that's their whole mantra nazi 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 yes that's all bullshit we know that's bullshit that's fine but how do you think authoritarian regimes end up happening with public support which does happen they happen because we can we we take away the responsibility of the people that are in the lower echelons of those regimes, we take away their moral responsibility. We say, you were just doing your job. You still deserve the honor of being part of this. Rather than saying, you got duped and we can mourn that. But that is a road to like blind honoring of anyone who dies in service to the state or even puts their life in service to the state and doesn't die. Honoring that service because it's service to the state as such is a dangerous path. It needs to be in service to justice, which maybe in the past, the U.S.'s actions were more in service to justice. 
but when they're not, we need to make that distinction because what it is a, while I don't think there are a bunch of Nazis and I don't think that, you know, we're, we're on the verge of an authoritarian Trump regime. I, I don't, but the way that we get to that is by having a reaction to the left, which is blind honoring of everything the federal government does. Look, the, the military industrial complex, if, if, we can throw the NSA and CIA in there as part of the military industrial complex. They've been spying on people, doing corrupt, horrible things. They, the, our politicians have been sending the military around to do things that it shouldn't be doing. Those are, those are bad actions. We can mourn the victims of that. And your, your cousin's friend is a victim of that, it sounds like. But to honor someone just for service to the state is different than honoring them for service to a good cause. And conflating state and good cause is dangerous because the state is not always a good cause. That's my point, and that's why I think it matters. Maybe no one agrees with me. Maybe we'll lose a bunch of subscribers. Maybe you'll hate me, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's my argument, and that's why I think it matters. I mean, I, I guess I can kind of see what you're saying. I just don't, it doesn't. Why doesn't it matter to you? Because I don't, I don't see, I think you're, I think it's, you're splitting hairs over how do you, what's just and what's not a just war. Like, and, and I, I think that's unrealistic to say, let's look back. I mean, if it's a really, let's look back and say, okay, well, like Korea, should okay. my uncle Cecil be honored or mourned? Probably mourned. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know that most people are going to draw the distinction between honoring and mourning him today or whoever they're in that, but, right. but, but part of what I'm doing is trying to educate people to see the distinction because the distinction matters and this distinction matters because once you conflate them, you end up supporting evil as if the state goes evil, you support evil. Well, in the interest of wrapping this up, <laughs> this tool against me is apathy so it's not a tool i'm really just apathetic right now i mean you've either gotten me angry or apathetic i'm like i don't know like i don't like what i was saying at the end of the previous one is um you you're not you're not speaking to my elephant in the right way you're speaking to my elephant you're poking my elephant but you're not to get me to care about this, you're poking it the wrong way, I guess. And for anyone who's watching or listening and doesn't know what that means, it's not elephant and donkey. It's not about parties. It's about, it's Jonathan Haidt's book, uh, The Righteous Mind. And it's about how when you want to make an argument or if you want to win someone to your side, you want to talk to their elephant, which is their emotional mind, because the elephant steers their rider, not the other way around, the rider being your rational mind. It's kind of like you lead with your emotions and then your rational mind rationalizes because you want to go in that direction. And so if you want to get people to care about what you care about or change their mind on something, you should talk to their elephant first. Right. The caveat and, there I will say is it's everyone's responsibility to be in control of your elephant. So, well, um, you know, I was an SJW for 20 years, so I'm just now getting that elephant under control and every once in a while. <laughs> that's fine. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, don't, don't use the elephant as a cop out. Like, oh, well, I'm emotionally invested, so I don't have to use reason. Like, well, uh, 
you're self-aware enough to know that. So well, kinda- self-aware enough to know that, yeah, you pissed me off. And then we got made up and now I didn't think you were going to piss me off again, but you did. I tried. You tried. Um, well, you're such a jerk. <laughs> I'm kidding. The shows are boring when you're apathetic. You've got to uh, be. I know, but sometimes it's like when you talk about venture capital, I, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> well, look, I, I know. So I think it sounds like where we are is you just think it's splitting hairs. You don't care. Um, the difference well, between. No, I, and I, I mean, we, we agree on almost everything you said. I agree on like judging people individually and um, not just based on whether or not they were a war hero or, you know, die, like people, whether they were a person of char- good character or not. I just also don't, I also don't agree in, um, in viewing them as somehow guilty for the decisions and manipulations of their the military the military industrial complex like i don't i don't i just don't have that same kind of i don't know i feel like who was i at 18 19 20 you know and and i I said this i was guilty of stuff sure but that doesn't mean i shouldn't be judged like no but i should be standards and i was wrong well, and there was something else you said, which I disagree with. You said there's nothing noble about joining the army for college money. Yeah, there is. Because a lot of guys, look, no, there is. A lot of guys where I'm from, if, look, you join the army for discipline, for money to go to school, to better yourself, to provide for a family. Whereas a lot of guys shirk any kind of responsibility and do nothing to pull themselves out of, like. That's, but that's just, that's just honoring their choice in living a, a responsible life like yeah but not, no but i'm i'm simply not military service that you're honoring you're just no, like I'm not. Oh, that was smart of you no i'm not making that argument i'm making the argument that there's something noble in joining the army but that but the supporting evidence you gave was there's something noble about wanting to discipline yourself and support your family and go to college that's not you can do all those things without joining the army those aren't that's not a joining the army is just a convenient thing to do because the government will pay for your college and teach you discipline for free. I disagree. I think it's cuz you're also you're also doing it in such a way that you're willing to put your life on the line. Like you're well, willing That's to- the part that you think is noble, like which I get. But so you can't use the other supporting things. The noble part is putting your life on the line. You got to essential. No, no right? it's all of it together. It's all of it together because you could easily just be a uh, um a louse about is that the word? You <laughs> could easily easily just be a layabout, like who doesn't feel any responsibility for doing anything at all. I mean, I told you this in the previous. Yeah, tape, but you can't. But, but you have to go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I mean, given even everything you've said. Yeah. So I was in Army ROTC. They were paying for my school. I dropped out twice. The second time it took. <laughs> um, I I regret it. I wish I had stayed in, even knowing what ended up happening with the Iraq war and everything, but I wish I had stayed in because it would have provided me necessary discipline and purpose at a time in my life when I needed it. And instead I became a raging SJW for 20 years. Right. And, and I, and I get that. So it might've been a better personal decision for you, but good personal decisions aren't honorable necessarily. Like that doesn't, when, especially when we're talking about national honor and like, then we just have to honor everyone like, hey, good job at not, like, not being an alcoholic anymore. Let's honor you. Like that, I do think they should be – I do think people should be honored for not being an alcoholic anymore. Uh, okay, but that's not what people mean when they talk about military. Like 
you don't honor the military service because they made smart personal life decisions. You're honoring them because they sack their, the, the, the essential difference between the military and everyone else that you're honoring is the sacrifice. And, and this is, I'm saying this in, in terms of, uh, this is how it's described, right? It's the sacrifice for protecting the nation. That's the thing. That's, that's the thing we're honoring. The Memorial Day is not about honoring people who wanted to go to college and got a good student loan by joining the ROTC, right? Like that's, that's not what it's about. It's about sacrifice for the country. That's what's being honored fundamentally. That's the essential thing being honored. Yeah, and I don't see, I don't see a problem with honoring people who sacrifice their life for what they thought was the country, like my cousin's friend. I'm sorry I keep using this anecdotal example, but it's like if you can humanize it and put a face on it, you know? Right. And, yeah, I, and so, I would mourn him, and you would honor him. That's the only difference that I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay, then we mostly agree. <laughs> I just think, it th- I, I think the distinction matters. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not sure you do. Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't know if I do. I will think about it more. All right, whatever. Kafefi's hard because we like talking about stuff on the fly and half the time it's like, look, if it's something that I care a lot about and you care a lot about, then it's great. We have a long conversation about it. But if it's something you care a lot about and I don't or vice versa, then sometimes we're going to be at like a kind of, well, let me come back to this. That's fine. Let me think about it. More. I think this conversation should be better slow to think and slow to speak and slow to write. Right. <laughs> yeah, fair. fair. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Fair. Right. Fair. Do you, want to do, a, do you want to do an outro, Carrie? I will honor your ROTC service by inviting you to do uh, the outro. No, it shouldn't be honored. People missed out on the story of the cowardly way I quit twice. Um, the, I will do an outro, and I will say people should subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also, um, if you are a fan of Sargon of Akkad and you're a fan of our show, um, Sargon read one of my old essays two days ago on his Thinkery channel on YouTube, The Thinkery. Um, and if you go and find it, it's the one about leaving the social justice cult. I think it's called something like that. Anyway, um, it helps us if you post a comment there just in general, because there's some kind of algorithm Carter's talked about before. Like if you like our videos and you comment on other videos, then we show up in the related videos search. But, um, but in particular, if you want to comment and say something like, Hey, the person who wrote this has a podcast, maybe you'd like to come on. It's a pipe dream, but who knows? Maybe we get Sargon to talk to us. We would be willing to interview Sargon, even though uh, he lost the UKIP election. He did lose the election, but yeah. I think it's pretty cool that he ran. It is cool. Uh, and it wasn't just him. The entire party got defeated. Um, all right. Well, thank you for the outro, Carrie. Yeah. Thank you, Carter, for uh, being my friend, even when I get mad at you. And- I love you, even if you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay sir let's wrap this up <laughs> <laughs>